This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Tuesday, it's the 4th of July, 2023. It's American Independence Day, and it's America where we start. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, happy Independence Day. If you're in America, obviously, we're not. So, a happy day to you. Happy, happy Tuesday. <laughs> wow, that was an intro. I don't know what to pick from there. Happy days to you, indeed, uh, Mr. Fonzarello. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I suppose we should say also as well, happy Canada Day um, for Saturday. But more belated. Happy Canada Day. All right, sorry. God, picking me up already. Happy belated Canada Day. Yeah. Happy July 4th. Happy, um, uh, the UK doesn't have a UK We don't have day. any of this stuff. No, we don't. We have we have days based on oh. saints, don't we? We have St. Oh, yeah. George have Saint George's and St. Andrew day. and St. the other one. Yes, um, necessarily so. Patrick. Yes. Is that a thing? Uh, is that a saint? Or is that just Welsh? an excuse to drink? I can never work it out. St. David. That's it. Okay, Day. that's all the saints done. There we go. See, that's what we have. We have Saint Day, Saint <laughs> insert holidays. name day here, <laughs> and then we basically ignore it. Ah, beautiful. How are you, sir? I'm all right. It's been weird not being here a couple of days. It's, there's been so much going on, so much. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, news. Yes. We're covered in news. We are dripping in news. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like where that's going. Uh, Ira, uh, we got some big news from Ira at the weekend. Uh, Saturday, in fact, this news broke that uh, Ira legacy plans will continue for another year. So the original plan was that the legacy plans would go up to January 2024, and then you'd have to make a decision about what plan, new plan from Ira you wanted to switch over to. They've now extended that to 2025. A whole extra 12 months on top of that. Um, mm. Yeah, well, this is going to make a lot of people happy, so... I, well, it is. Of course it is. This, is. this is big news, right? I mean, a lot of people who are thinking of maybe switching away, uh, clearly either have been taking this on board, thinking about this, and, and have come to the conclusion that maybe it's better to wait another year. Uh, we're going to hear more about this because we have Janine Stanley joining us today. She is... Uh, she is no, where is she? She is in Illinois. Let me get this right. Schoenberg... Schomberg, yes, Schomberg. apparently. Schomberg. So good, they named it after me. It's, yeah, she's that's there for the American Council for the Blind Conference or Convention, as it's known. Uh, one of two big conventions happening this week, the NFB Convention, continuing this week in uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, correct. Houston, that's what we say, isn't it? <laughs> Houston. We would say Houston. Yes, but- we would. Other, I think other people would probably say Houston as well. But yeah, whatever. So uh, yeah, all that's going on today. Uh, we're going to get uh, some updates on that because uh, you will have heard last week we were telling you that Michael Babcock and Damasi Thomas would be there for us reporting from both conventions. Yeah, some people bring you one convention in their coverage. We bring you both. Yeah, not just one convention, two. Two, two conventions. conventions. I You're feel like welcome. jingle is forthcoming. Um, okay. Yeah. There's only one I can think of right now, yeah, which is saying move on. So, yes, we are uh, going to be covering NFB and ACB all this week, and we have Michael and Damasi there at both conferences. Michael is at the uh, ACB conference for us, and uh, Damasi is uh, down in Houston for the NFB conference. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing from them. We'll get uh, the reports in over the next uh, hour. And, as I say, Ira... Uh, Ira's Janine Stanley will be joining us as well to talk all about Ira, but also some of the other bits of kit she's got her hands on. She's uh, been hands-on with the Celeste glasses. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know. I'm so interested in these. They're they're almost mythical status by now. Well, I mean, they were announced at what, CSUN last year? And mm-hmm. they never really made... And, you know, it's, it's like we hear this a lot, right? We hear these products that come out and we hear almost like prototypes. It's almost like... CES, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, at the beginning of the year, where they kind of put an idea out there yeah, and see right. what works. It's, it's not a finished product, and even now, apparently, it's not a finished product. 
but people mm-hmm. are getting closer to the idea of what these glasses would be. So we'll get more detail from Jeanine on that. She's also had her hands on the Orbit Speak. Finally, it's arrived! Hooray! Uh, it is going on general sale, and uh, I think there's some discounts as well if you're at the conventions. So if you're there... If you're at the convention and you're listening to the show this week, maybe you want to drop us an email, maybe even a little voice note as well from where you are in the convention halls, because I know there's thousands upon thousands of blind people ascending up on Illinois and Houston, or Houston, Houston. and <laughs> you could get in touch. You could tell us where you are, what you found, what you like, what you don't. Uh, get in touch. Feedback at doubletaponair.com, although it sounds like everyone's having a great time. And also, uh, you can call us if you want. You can drop us a voicemail, one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. But yes, staying on the theme... Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, this, is, this is maybe under the category of broken, uh, because Twitter... Uh, it seems to be broken again because oh, clever. Elon keeps playing with it. Stop playing with it. You will break it. He's broken it. Yeah. And, and, well, he's preparing for his cage match, isn't he? Is he? Yes, they're Does cage fighting in the Colosseum in Rome. Um, him and Mark Zuckerberg. What? They are. Have you is not this, seen is this? this? Is this? Is this? I've never heard this in my life. What are you <laughs> yes. talking about? Well, Elon. Um, uh, challenged Mark to a, a cage fight because they're both into Obviously. their martial arts. Yeah, uh-huh. of course. I mean, this is perfectly normal behaviour. Perfectly normal business behaviour, yeah. <laughs> and Mark has agreed to it. <clears throat> so, um, and the culture minister of Rome, I believe, or Italy, I can't remember which one, uh, has, has said, uh, sorry, has said that they can use the Colosseum uh, to stage the battle. Nothing else going on that day. No, quiet. no, of course. So, th- I mean, it makes perfect sense. The world hasn't got absolutely crazy. It's, well, it has. It's well, the world has. I mean, you know, honestly, it is. Uh, yeah, don't, just don't even put the news on anymore. I just give up. It's just, it's just utter nonsense. It's <sighs> absolutely crazy. Um, so they will yeah, have w- something to fight about, though, because uh, Twitter will have a competitor in the next couple of weeks. In fact, uh-huh. maybe even the next couple of days. Uh, because Twitter, well, Twitter's new competitor, I suppose, is called Threads, which yes. is the new app that's coming out from, uh, well, it actually says by Instagram, but it's by the company Meta, right, who who are behind Facebook. And uh, this will be their version of Twitter. There never has been a Twitter replacement. That's part of the problem, right? There's never been a replacement. There's been lots of ideas about what could be. And, you know, we all know in Blind World, Mastodon has come up time and time again but it's not a twitter replacement it's just not why isn't it why do you say well that? i'm not going to get into that today because we don't have the time i, oh. I could talk about this all day and funny gordon anthony we'll sent me a message on mastodon saying i can't wait to hear your thoughts on twitter well look, you're gonna to have to wait a couple of days on this partly because i want to put my thoughts down and think about this properly because oh. i am at a stage i am at a point though where i'm kind of genuinely thinking, okay, where are we with this i'm not saying i'm on one side or the other but i just i, I feel things are definitely changing things are changing on a fairly um minute by minute basis it is getting a little bit crazy on twitter and it's maybe time to just stop for a second and think but not just think about twitter but what the supposed replacement is i'm not i i'm not entirely convinced about threads either to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. yeah. because i have concerns around the accessibility side of things as we all do although facebook is fairly accessible to some degree. Instagram, what's okay. pictures, right? So, yeah, WhatsApp, mm. yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we'll it come is back going, to that. We'll okay. come back to that one, I think. I, I think I need to think through this a little bit more rather than just do my usual wow. jump in and it's give it. I know, it's very, it's very unusual for me. <laughs> um, also, I want to mention Voice Vista because uh, Voice Vista is a new app, which a lot of you have been telling me about over the weekend on the emails. And... Um, this is a, a kind of another version or another fork, as they call it, of Soundscape. Microsoft Soundscape, as it was. Uh, Voice Vista seems to be using elements from the Soundscape code in this new app, which is available. You can go download it now. It's this is free the first one. That this is, is the first free in the available. App store, yes. As far as I'm aware. Yeah. OpenScape, obviously, we've talked about it before, but still in beta. Um, but this one you can get right now, and I have been using it. Yeah, but there's another one. Oh, of course there is. Oh, uh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. And, and again, I said it before, and mm-hmm. I will say it again. I think at some point we'll be thanking Microsoft for open sourcing all this code. 
because <laughs> it's so funny. I said this before, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, right, yeah." yeah. And I'm like, ah, "Give it time, give it time," and all the haters will be like, "Actually, do you know what? Maybe he's got something here." Because honestly, we're starting to see lots of different apps pop up, and not only that, apps that already exist getting new functionality, like Good Maps Explore. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I tell a lie. It's not Good Maps Explore. That's the other one, isn't it? It's Good outdoors. Maps Outdoors. Yeah. Uh, Explore is, I think, the indoor one. Um, I'm slightly confused by that. Yeah, because it's indoor as well, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Good Maps Outdoors, I should say, that has now got soundscape elements in it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yes, Voice Vista is also available. There are things that aren't in there, like the 3D head tracking, stuff like that isn't in Voice Vista yet. Uh, that may come in time. But those, I've seen a lot of people who are beta testing OpenScape who are saying OpenScape still wins it so far. So, you know. That's I'm, interesting. Well, it is considering it's the same code. It's right? the same, it's code. The same code. Well, I will say Voice Vista do it slightly different. At this current time, OpenScape is a one to one copy, almost interface wise, at least. Um, it is using Apple Maps for its data, whereas the others aren't, I don't think. But Voice mm. Vista, when I tried that, it's it, they've put their own UI on it. So everything's split into tabs. You know, look around is a separate tab to what's nearby or whatever it may be, routes and um, markers. They're all tabs in Voice Vista. But I just used it for, okay, what intersection is coming up, which I it's so useful for. And i got to say, I had all three running at once. Wow. Voice Vista gave me extra information. Like what? Such as um, the name of the pub, I was walking past. None of the others okay. did that. Um, such as parking lot, which was interesting because the others did say <laughs> car park. <laughs> Voices ah. that said parking lot. It I, Look, doesn't mean anything, but it does point to, are these using slightly different sources for their map data, for their points of interest? And they can make a difference. As I said, Voice Vista currently gives me more information. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Mm. They built, was it they built Paradise to knock down a parking lot? Is that not a thing? <laughs> down at the sea, um, yes. Big that yellow is absolutely, That is absolutely right. 100%. On, on Independence Day as well, I pick a good song like that. Big um, Yellow Taxi by Amy Grant. That was no, a classic. I, I, I think you're right. Well done, as by the way. Proper DJ there. Was, was, well, listen, I was a DJ for a long time, yeah. So, you know, what are you going to do? I... I you mentioned that, and I did say, you know, at the time, because I was really upset with Microsoft. I, to be honest, I still am upset by the explanation of why they took it away. But we did say at the time when we were talking about the petition and everything, is everyone's mind going to suddenly change on this when there's more available? And yeah. now we're seeing these come out. Is, is everyone now saying, ah, yeah, I don't care anymore? Um, I still am upset with Microsoft about this, though. I'll be mm. honest. Well, there's a lot Sorry. of comment on this on the emails as well, which we're going to get to over the next few days. There's lots of you feeding back on this. And, yeah, some of you are not happy with Microsoft at all on this one, which is interesting considering where we are. But, okay, we'll get to that. Uh, but first up, I want to go to convention because that is where uh, Michael and Damasi are. Damasi is at the NFB convention in Houston and sent us this report late last night. Hello, everyone, from the 2023 NFB National Convention, which was held this year in Houston, Texas. This is my first report, and I'm Damasi Thomas, just checking in with some overall thoughts and a little bit of information uh, based off the first couple of days of convention. So uh, I arrived here early Saturday morning. I was supposed to be here late Friday evening. I actually ended up getting to the hotel around uh, 12 to 12.30 on Saturday morning uh, due to flight delays. A lot of flight delays this year. That is the first thing that I kind of noticed is everybody here that was flying to convention, most of them, not every single person, but most people seem to have experienced some type of flight delays. Uh, I actually used an app that I'm, I'm still curious and, and may do a full or more fuller report on later, uh, TripIt, uh, which gave me quite a bit of information on my flight delays as well as uh, new expected departure times, etc. 
Uh, upon arriving to the convention on Saturday, I did set up for AT Guys down in the exhibit hall. Spent all day Sunday in the exhibit hall working behind the table for AT Guys, so didn't really get a chance to get out and talk to anybody. Uh, had a brief kind of cross-the-aisle chat with uh, the folks from Blind Shell, but haven't got a chance to get over and have a real conversation. Uh, just chitter-chatter, you know, how people do. Um, I also had an opportunity to sit next to, uh, because their table is right next to ours, they're in A10, uh, we're in A11, uh, Michael Doys from Way Around, who is here as the Way Around representative uh, at the NFB National Convention. And uh, so had some pretty good conversations with him. Uh, be, we'll be bringing a uh, brief discussion with him later uh, about what's going on at Way Around, what new things are coming up that he is able to talk about and what new things have just happened that he's able to talk about. So there's that aspect. And uh, Monday pretty much same deal for me nine to five in the exhibit hall uh had a chance to walk around a bit uh but not too much didn't get a chance to stray too far table's been pretty busy honestly uh and apparently i don't know how public this is but apparently there was some sort of bet between some people uh as to whether at guys or uh the texas affiliate table would have the most traffic this year not really sure where this came from didn't know it was a thing but i did hear about it my impressions of this convention are I run into a lot of people that are new, like this is their first convention, so a lot of first timers here, uh, more so than I think I've seen in previous years. Not saying that there are, you know, not there have not been many new people each year, it's just that I'm running into more of them. Um, but general feeling is a lot of excitement from people, uh, people really excited to. You know, check out things in the exhibit hall. The exhibit hall itself has been extremely packed. Just, you know, first two days, like nonstop traffic for everybody, really. Uh, you know, sitting next to way around and on the other side of us, exclusive. A uh, lot of traffic, uh, but also a lot of good communications happening. You know, uh, people are doing demonstrations of some products, uh, such as Blind Shell and Way Around at their tables and giving people all of the information they could possibly want about the products. But then they're, you know, pointing them at AT guys to purchase said products because we carry them, which a part of that is they probably just didn't want to carry their own stuff either. So (laughs) there it is. At any rate, convention, I think, is off to a pretty good start. Uh, It has already been announced that we will be or NFB National Convention will be in Orlando for next year. I don't think they've decided on a hotel or any any of that Mm -hmm. as of yet, or at least not announced that. But I do know that we will be in Orlando for next year. So. That is my first report after my first initial two days and actually getting the time to actually catch my breath and get a little rest. As I said, I will be bringing an interview from Michael Doys uh, representing Way Around and uh, also some more interviews coming up. I want to try to catch up with the guy who is walking around with a light up LED cane. Uh, I think this may have been mentioned before on Double Tap, but I hope to grab him for a quick chat. Uh, as well as get over to the Orbit booth and check them out as well. So more to come later in the week. Uh, I hope everybody is doing good. If you are at convention, stop by, see us, A11, if you're at NFB. And, of course, if you're at ACB hearing this on Double Tap, uh, stop by booth 46 and say hi to Michael. Otherwise, I want to thank Stephen and Sean for uh, letting us let me drop in and provide a little info. Thank you, Damasi. Damasi Thomas there for us at uh, the NFB convention in Houston, Texas, and uh, more reports from Damasi coming up over the course of this week. Don't forget that Michael and Damasi will both be joining us uh, for their perspectives from convention this coming Saturday as uh, Double Tap, the Express edition, goes all out on convention, and we'll have lots more interviews and content in there as well. Grace Scofield back with the news Hey. Yeah, Double Tap Express is back this week. The train returns. Park, park. No uh, improvements <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, right. <laughs> Can I just say big thanks to Damasi yes. there. He is so busy, but he still took the time. Thank you, Damasi. Absolutely. Well, uh, up there in Chicago, in Illinois, is uh, Michael Babcock. He's at the American Council of the Blind uh, Convention that's happening there. And uh, he sent us sent us this report. Uh, Let's just say he's having a lot of fun by the sounds of it. Hey, Michael here from ACB23. I am here with Cody and Chris from Ira 
Irie AT. Is that right? All right. Let me know what Irie AT does. So Irie AT, we provide assistive technology for the blind and visually impaired. So what I have with me today is I have some handheld video magnifiers. I've also got a little bit larger one. It's a portable one called the Cloverbook Pro, which is probably our most popular unit. And the unique feature that it um, has in it is a split screen feature so it can do distance and near view simultaneously oh. so it's great for students or professionals you know working in a environment where they need to use both okay so we also do have some refreshable braille on the table in front of you we are carrying now the euro braille line which is a french company mm-hmm. so we have the b note 40 that you have your hands on right there that's our 40 cell display okay they also do have a 20 cell mm-hmm. as well as a 64 and an 80 cell oh wow and then that 32 cell note taker right there is a pretty standard size yeah and one of the unique features about it is that it's running Windows OS, not Android. Oh, okay. So you can install Duxbury, Microsoft Office, our Braille embossers, which I haven't mentioned yet. You can install their Windows printer driver on it and emboss directly from it. So we're kind of excited about it. And in addition to that being Windows, it has the Bing search um, engine in it, so it allows you to have ah. chat GPT. That is awesome. I like these uh, uh, arrow keys on the ends of it instead of the panning keys on the front, personally. Yeah, yeah. so you'll have the arrow keys. You'll notice right above that you also have a joystick, which is kind of like your up, down, left, right arrow arrow keys. And then above the Perkins-style keyboard, you have some QWERTY function keys. So from left to right, let me try to remember this. We have escape. We have tab. Shift or caps lock, and then you have alt control, and I believe the final one is your context menu or right click function. That's awesome because that's one of the things I have a problem with is memorizing what what's that broke man to do oh, alt right. tab and stuff like that. Right, right. So these are new. Mm-hmm. Um, being also that they're European, I believe they have a three year warranty rather than most note takers or displays that have just a one year warranty. And what are we looking at for prices on the thirty two? So it is uh, 5700 Okay. With built-in windows. That's not horrible. Yeah, I, I like yeah. that. And does the 40 also have built-in windows or just the 32 it here? It's not. Yeah. Okay. This is the, the 40 cell is just a uh, display. So it does have a note-taking app on it, but mm-hmm. it's not a full-blown note-taker. Gotcha. So, we also do our bread and butter is Braille embossers. Ah. So we carry the Irie embossers, our own brand, as well as the View Plus embossers. We're the master distributor here in the U.S. Okay. And one of the unique features about our embossers is that we can do variable dot heights with our tactile graphics up to eight different dot heights. Wow. So we can do much more detailed graphics than our competition. Ah, okay. And can people read about those on your guys' website? Absolutely. If you go to our website, which is www.irie-at, as an assistive technology, .com, you can find out all of our stuff on there. And if you also have any questions, you can reach out to me at sales, S-A-L-E-S, at irie at Com. And again, my name is Cody Mitchell. And if you prefer to just chat over the phone and have any questions, you can also reach me directly at 541-257-1032. And do you guys ship internationally? We do. We Perfect. Ship internationally. We also ship, we have free shipping anywhere here in the U.S. too. Even Hawaii and Alaska? Even Hawaii. Oh, you're amazing. I used to live in Alaska and everyone's like, free shipping, unless you live in Alaska. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, you have a beautiful rest of your day. You too. Happy 4th. Hey guys, I just walked away from the table. Um, they showed me one of the tactile graphics on one of their embossers that's sub $1,500. That's a Braille and tactile embosser, sub $1,500 US. That is impressive. Also, that Braille display, the 32 cell with Windows built in, uh, comes with NVDA built on as well, and currently has Windows 10. They are working on a newer model with Windows 11. So hope you guys are enjoying the coverage of AC B23, Schomburg. Thank you, Michael Babcock, who is there at the ACB convention in Illinois. Amazing. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty impressive. A Braille embosser for under $1,500. That was rather was surprising. Quite, yeah, I was quite shocked by that as well. I always assumed it was around, again, that sort of Braille display price there, around the $5,000 mark. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's still quite nice. And eight different levels or, or yes. heights of dots. That is pretty cool as well. Which, I mean, that gives all kinds of potential for tactile. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that and, and also the, uh, the 32 Braille cell display, which also has Windows built in. Now, it's interesting we're starting to see more and more of these develop, right? There seems to be more and more companies coming out with these products. Now, the question will always be, how powerful are these units? 
what kind mm, of hardware yes. is in there? What can it do? I mean, he mentioned, you know, going online and doing chat GPT and, you know, doing that kind of thing. But, you know, how powerful are we talking here? You well, know? just running a screen reader on top, for yeah. one thing. You know, I mean, what's the processor in here? I mean, I'm assuming it it must be powerful enough. The performance must hit a certain level to, to run this without a problem. So, yeah, very interesting. Again, it sort of goes back to that conversation we were having about why what's the need to learn two different ways if if the mainstream is windows or so many people use windows why should you need to use something else learn a different os to mm-hmm. control a system so i really do like seeing windows introduced here yeah absolutely well if we want uh, to get more from the conventions don't worry because we have lots more coming up janine stanley will be joining us shortly she is from ira of course and she is here with her ira fedora on uh, she'll be joining <laughs> us in a few moments and uh, she'll be telling us all about ira's new pricing changes uh, those legacy plans are extending now until january 2025 previously january 2024 And also, she's had hands-on with the Celeste Glasses, a Canadian company. Uh, We'll talk about those. And also, uh, the Orbit Speak, which has finally been launched. We'll get uh, her first reactions on that, too, uh, as that uh, coverage continues from convention this week here on Double Tap. Keep your feedback coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com, 1-877-803-4567. Stay there. Connect with the Double Tappers on social media now, on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air, and on Mastodon at Double Tap. Hey, it's Michael here at ACB Convention, and we're going to talk Stephen's favorite thing, cruises, with Katie White from Magical Moment Cruise Vacations. Katie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for chatting with me. So what is it that you do with Magical Moment? So I I'm a travel agent who specializes in accessible travel. So I've had people go to Hawaii, the Mediterranean, Mexico, all over the place. Um, I specialize, though, in cruises, Walt Disney World Resort, and then um, Universal Orlando Resort as well. And I have a couple of guided group cruises coming up, if that's something that would be of interest to you guys. Um, I'm going to Alaska in 2024 and the Caribbean in 2025. And those are guided cruises, which means I will be on the ship with you. I'm going to host uh, ship orientation tours, meetups, and then if everyone is interested, I will also be doing group shore excursions that I will be going on to be a guide as well. And Katie is my booth mate, so I've heard her mention a couple of times that she doesn't charge for her services. Can you explain real quick how that works? Yeah, that's correct. So suppliers like cruise lines, hotels, uh, Disney World, all of those places, they build the cost of an agent into their pricing. So when you are booking on your own, you're essentially paying for a service that you're not receiving. So when you book with an agent, it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket. Um, the actual suppliers reimburse me after you travel. It doesn't cost any extra at all. Gotcha. And how can people get more information and uh, get a trip booked? Yeah, so my phone number is 317-694-4023. And my email is katie, K-A-T-I-E dot white spelled just like the color at mmv so magical moments vacations mmvagent.com all right and one last question do you have any do you have the ability to work with people internationally like in canada or scotland for say yes i do um as long as they are responsible for their travel visas Mm -hmm. i can book travel for anyone anywhere perfect katie well we thank you for joining us and have a beautiful day thanks you too well, that sounds good. Thank you to Michael Babcock there talking Amazing. to Katie uh, at uh, the uh, ACB convention, of course, in Chicago. Uh, that sounds so good. And I'm going to be in Alaska next year for a holiday. So uh, I might give uh, Katie a call. Oh, I would love that. You know, I haven't been on holiday with my partner for, well, since we both lost a lot of vision. Mm. So I'm probably seven years, eight years. And I would love to do something like this because I, I the, the Anxiety, the nervousness, the lack of confidence of doing it on my own. Of course, I just, I just don't want to do it. Um, I'm looking at these sort of companies a lot lately. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Uh, well, uh, we look forward to hearing more about that. We'll put links to all these companies that we're talking about today and we're hearing from 
uh, at the various conventions. We will put the links to them in our show notes. So do check those out if you're uh, downloading the podcast. You can also find the show notes on ami.ca. Just search for Double Tap. Okay, let's uh, go to the uh, convention in, uh, well, actually the ACB convention once again. That's where Janine Stanley is today. And uh, she joins us uh, from IRA to join us to talk all about the changes to IRA pricing, those legacy plans. And uh, she is back with us. Janine Stanley back on the show. It's party time. (laughs) Hello. It's party time from the beautiful city of Schaumburg, Illinois. Yay. Schaumburg. Yes. Schaumburg, Schaumburg, yes. Schaumburg with an M. Schaumburg. Oh, don't spoil it for me, Janine. I know, I know. You're coming to us us from the ACB convention, right? So that's the American Council of the Blind convention. I'm always trying to internationalize this a bit because I know in America this is a huge deal uh, but I think there's a lot of people outside of the US don't quite get all this uh, and I think a lot of us would like to get into some of this because it actually sounds like a lot of fun. You all seem to enjoy yourselves there. It, it actually is a lot of fun. It's, you know, you see old friends that you've seen online all year and you, uh, the dogs all get to see their dog buddies that they haven't <laughs> seen since last year which is just a giant uh, ball of fun and there are a lot of activities. Um, so if you want to think about ACB and NFB, and it, thank goodness it's not that contentious, but think Democrats and Republicans. Oof. I know. I wow. know. But it's basically <laughs> two kind of different political ways to approach getting things done. Um, mm-hmm. One organization is very top down. The other is extremely Democratic, uh, where everybody has to vote on everything. And... It's just, you know, the way the two were run. They're both aiming for the same thing. Mm. And luckily, in the past probably five or six years, they have started to work together on a lot of things, which is great because the more power, the better, you know. Um, And ACB starting up conventions again in person. Um, They had one last year, but it was pretty sparsely attended. Um, No offense to Omaha, Nebraska, but um, kind of in the (laughs) middle of nowhere. So we are right outside of Chicago this year. So that brought uh, a lot more people. They were expecting 900. I think they have probably over 1,000 here. On the other hand, NFB, where the real party is going on uh, with the Oof. IRA gang, they've got 3,000. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And, it, you know, the, the different approaches may be more effective for different issues, right? So yes. I think the, the big point here is that the, the coming together when it comes to, you know, big, the bigger issues, let's say, the coming together. So uh, United Front is probably, yeah, it's, it's a good way yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even when we come together, it used to be, honestly, Sean, the two organizations would not appear in the same room when it came to, like, a big gathering of disability organizations. You know, wow. one organization would not be there. ACB would be there. The other organization, NFB, would meet with people privately. They don't do that anymore. They show up at the same, you know, meetings and it's yeah. okay. We're here together. We're going to have a nice dinner. We're not going to snipe at each other. We're we're friends, actually. And I have friends in both camps. I enjoy both conventions, so it's all good. Okay, so you're at convention, and the big news from Ira this week. Uh, we were off Monday, of course, but to the big news uh, today, Tuesday. Uh, that we're bringing people is the news that Ira will be extending its legacy plans for another year. Tell us more about this news. Yes, I was going to do desk drums for this one, but I don't think that will play well. It's a marble <laughs> desk, so no, don't do it. that'll be a little painful. But but yes, we are extending. If you have one of the legacy plans, which we encouraged you to hold on to, as you remember, uh, but if you have a legacy plan, you can keep that plan until January of 2025. There was a lot of angst out there in the community. Oh my goodness, what am I going to do when my plan ends? The IRA pricing is pretty steep. What am I going to do? Well, we're allowing you to keep those plans. We're going to be announcing probably some more ability to move within those plans soon. Now, if you didn't get one, sorry, 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 but... You will, if you are a member of ACB, RNIB, CCB, or AEBC, I always can't believe I get that out, all of those, you will get a 10% discount on your plan. If you are a member of NFB, you will get a 20% discount on our new plans. 
That's not the old plans. That's the new one. So if you buy a new plan, you're going to get these discounts. And if you're a new IRA subscriber, you're going to get 25 free minutes as a member of any of those organizations. So let me just get this in my head right. So if you're a member of certain organizations, you're getting that 10%. If you're a member of NFB, you're getting 20%. Yes. And, and that's asking, on the new plans. So if you're... Exactly. Right. Okay. Yes. So no, yes. so nothing can change. If you're on an existing legacy plan and you've been on it for a number of years, yep. if you keep on that plan... Nothing changes. Nothing for, changes. Until, until January 2025. Yep, until January 2025. And who knows what will happen then? You know, we are hoping we can get to the point. We, we said to everybody in January, look, if we get enough access, partners will be able to lower prices. And so far we've had 12 new signups and one big pilot project since January. So that really has helped us in terms of being able to keep those prices where they are. And the more access partners we get, the better. And uh, CT Rail is definitely one of the, or CT, good grief, let me do that again. GT Rail in the UK, definitely one of those partners. They're doing a pilot project for us that we hope is going to expand into all of their stations. I mean, you, you've made a lot of people happy with that announcement, I'm sure. So <laughs> many relieved, people. Relieved, relieved. Well, exactly, else, because <laughs> I, no, I think that the, the, the term you use there is really appropriate you know angst people are worried because you mm-hmm. know ira is an important service to them sure i'm just slightly concerned don't you think that that the people that are signing up now you subscribers will feel slightly well why are the legacy users still getting the lower price are you Probably, not concerned about that it's a little bit but that's why we're giving them the discount if they're a member of these consumer organizations but also, you know, it's like uh, loyal customers. A lot of our customers, when we changed the price structure, said, wait a minute, I've been an IRA subscriber since the beginning. What do I get for that? Well, here's what you get. You get to keep your prices. And I know some of the phone plans did that initially when they switched over from rollover minutes, which I know everybody wants rollover minutes. And <laughs> you have to mention it. <laughs> unfortunately, I was going to, because somebody will bring it up. Somebody will bring it up. And we just, you know, the structure is not such that we can do that at this point. If if we had more subscribers, we, we probably could. But the reason cell phone manufacturers could do it, and we did it in the beginning as a promotion, was that they've got the volume to be able to do that and to be able to have rollover minutes. We continue to look at it and see if there isn't something that we can do. But right now, it's a, it's a little bit out of out of the realm of possibility. But... You know, we're always looking at new things, so you never know. So you're at convention at ACB and you've got colleagues at NFB as well. What's been the reaction there so far to this? Uh, People have been pretty pleased with it. Um, You know, and if people are wondering about the difference between the two percentages, we base these things on our work that we do with the organization. And honestly, we do a lot of work with NFB and, you know, Percentages can change as we do more work with the other organizations. So hang in there. Um, you know, we're starting at 10%, but you never know. Okay. Well, we watch this with interest and uh, really glad that that has happened. I think a lot of people who are on those legacy plans will be very pleased about that, which is great. Uh, I, I want to ask you, just while we're on this uh, subject of convention, you've uh, obviously been looking around yourself at different things. And uh, am I right in saying you've had hands on with these Celeste glasses? These uh, I mystical have. Celeste I glasses. Have. They do exist. <laughs> they do exist. Yes, they do exist. And I can tell you a little bit about them. Um, they are, of course, still in beta, very, very beta. Um, and I don't know when they'll be out. We are not officially. There was there was a rumor going around that we are going to be on the Celeste. Yes, well, that's that, yeah. not official yet. Yeah, not official yet. yet. We oh. are we are continuing to talk with them as they go through the beta cycle. We'll probably have a couple beta testers, including myself, in in uh, that process to see. Uh, frankly, we're going to work with anybody who is you know, developing wearables, including Apple, whenever they allow us to be on the Vision Pro. Um, I'm so psyched about that. However, it doesn't look like Apple's going to give us that capability for a bit. Uh, But, and I'm not wearing that weird thing on my head, but... (laughs) Yeah, well, there is that, yeah. I will if it works for me. I'm definitely well. I don't care what I put on my head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the Celeste glasses are a pair of glasses. They're a light plastic frame, 
And uh, they actually, the frames are a little bit um, better designed than our old glasses, the old Horizon glasses. They're also not as heavy. The camera is right in the middle of your forehead, right uh, on your nose. And so that's always good. People always like that centered camera. Mm. And right now it's an eight meg- megapixel camera. However, um, they said, you know, they're looking at, at other cameras and things like that. They're really in a state of development now. They do have an app that pairs with the glasses. There is no connection there. So you just put them on so you don't have a wire. You don't have a, you know, you don't have to be connected to the phone or anything. They are claiming now a seven hour battery life. Um, It's probably where they are now, seven hours. That would be incredible. Um, And that's where they are now. As they ramp things up, I'm not sure where it's going to go. It does have one speaker above your right ear. So it's sort of like the um, Envision glasses, the Google Glass that has the speaker. Mm. Uh, And right now, that's the one thing they said they want to improve is sound quality. Because it's okay. It's doable, but not. It's a speaker in an arm of a yeah. of a pair of glasses, right? I mean, what do you expect? It's a speaker in the arm of the glasses. Yeah, a stereo <laughs> would be not, nice, though. Well, yeah, stereo well, would be nice. Yeah. Yep, and that's what they're they're looking at stereo. They're looking at some better speakers. Um, it had a lot of interference in it in the exhibit hall, but that's an exhibit hall, so I'm not you know discounting it at all. But are these think, are these standalone? Is that the thing? Is yeah, it like Envision yep. in that sense? You your app yes. would be on that platform, yep. right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And what's it and, running? Android. Sorry, it Jean. is running right now. I believe they have it on both iOS and Android. I'm, I'm, I will ask them that for you today. I'm not sure exactly on that. But, but in but terms of the, the actual glasses, is yeah. that running an operating actual, system itself like Android? or? No, I believe it, it connects to the app on the phone. It does have some standalone things like text recognition that we were playing with yesterday. Uh, but doesn't really, you know, it still is connected to the app on the phone. And that's where with these glasses, the difference between, and and we partner with Envision. So Envision, you know, they're great Mm. folks. They have great uh, hardware and software, and we're we're still working with them on what their next generation of their glasses or their wearables are going to be. But these folks at Celeste have a way to connect with the GPS functions (gasps) of the phone. Ooh, now you're talking. Yes. Take my <laughs> and, money. Uh-huh. We are exploring this. That was the other thing, too, Stephen, was they're looking at a price point. They still haven't developed a price point yet for Don't the take Celeste my money. glasses. 50 yeah. bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> $5,000. <laughs> that would be nice. Well, can I just, just clarify something here, Janine, mm-hmm. just, just for my own curiosity here. So do these actually stream video back to the phone? Is that, yes. It's like Wi-Fi yes. video streaming. Yep. And that, oh, that's perfect. Yep. And uh, what's the yeah. refresh rate like on that? Is it? That's a very good question. We didn't really get into that. Um, but, you know, I know people and I could probably get these two gentlemen on the phone and they are from Canada. Yeah, well, so, we, we have we have been in touch. This is I was going to uh-huh. say this. We're asking you this because we have been in touch with Celeste and asking to come mm-hmm. on the show a number of times. And I think if I'm honest, there's probably a little bit of reticence at the moment because the product is still fairly new it's still in people beta people are so psyched about yeah. these and, and as soon yeah. as that's what it's like right? everyone yeah. wants to know everything about it immediately yeah. but it's, it's yeah. like the OpenScape it's changeable thing. Right? yeah it's oh, like the yeah. OpenScape thing right? it's still in beta it's still got a lot of work to yeah. go and you know that's why some people sometimes the developers of these are a little bit hesitant to come on oh, yeah. too and early they said, you know give them a couple months give them a little bit more beta and a little bit more you know refining and refreshing the product but it looks really promising. I'm really hoping that these will come to fruition because now the style, and they're hoping to have different frames, different selections. Right now, they don't come with lenses, so you can put your own lenses in them. They come right now with rectangular lenses, which are like, I don't know. They remind me of fly eyes for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're not my style, but that's okay. Um, you know, they don't look horrible. Um, they... They seem lightweight and a little, not flimsy, but a little, you know, unsubstantial. But that's okay because weight is such a key in these things, Mm. you know. Um, And the battery life was pretty good. They were starting to, the battery was at, I think, 12% when I played with them. And they were still pretty, they could pick up text and things like that. They could recognize scenes. They could tell you when 
there wasn't enough light or I wasn't really looking at anything. I was looking down at the table and it could tell me, you know, it couldn't recognize anything. So that was good. Um, and, you know, I'll probably be back uh, a couple times to see how people interact with these things. But uh, they were very, very good about answering questions. And I think it's got promise. Um, yeah. I really hope these guys figure it all out. They're going very slowly and very deliberately, which I think is it's got to be the way to go with the wearable, because once you make that commitment to the hardware part of it, boy, you better be committed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I felt for Envision this year at CSUN because, you know, they were committed to Google Glass and they were making it work. And, you know, they've got some great text recognition, object recognition things. Ira, phone of uh, what I was going to say, phone a friend, but an ally. Um, all these programs that are on the, this particular class model. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Listen, you, you, I want to ask you a little bit about some other products because another one that we know is launching at uh, one of, I think, both conventions this year uh-huh. is the Orbit Speak. Oh, yes. Did you get oh, hands yes. on? I did. I did. Um, I saw it at CSUN and I saw it again uh, yesterday. And a dear friend of mine, Lisa Salinger, is exhibiting and and showing off the Orbit Speak here at ACB. It's cute. It is so cute, Um, which is a sad thing to say, but it is. It's very small. It's like the size of a cell phone, you know, um, no bigger than, say, an I've, I've got a 14 Pro here. And it was about that size. And about that thickness, except the corners are really rounded on it. If you had a Braille and speak back in the day, which that was just incredibly revolutionary, because even before the PDA came along, even before the Palm Pilot or the BlackBerry, we had our own PDA and it was the Braille and speak. And I remember in what was it? I think it came out in 86, 87. And somebody I knew got one of the first ones, and I got to play with it. And I wanted one so badly, and I finally got one in, I think, 88 or 89. And it was fantastic. And this one, I think, is even better. It's got much better voices on it. It's got all the Google voices, which I personally mm-hmm. don't think are that bad, but they're going to oh. be putting other voices on it. So um, eloquence. all the way. Yeah, well, they'll no, have please. eloquence. Yep, they will. They will for all hey. the crazy people who. How about eSpeak? Come on. Uh, no, I, <laughs> no, I, I think I brought a line at the other day and said, guess what I've got on my eSpeak. Yep. And he was so yep. happy. It lasted yep. one day before he uninstalled yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I, yep. I can't do this. This is just yep. ridiculous. It is zippy fast, though. <laughs> it is. That's one yeah. thing. It does make the Mac, the Mac even mm-hmm. quicker, which is good. Um, well, so, if you have an M1, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. Yes, that's very true. Um, if you're all, suffering with the old Intel chip. Um, well, you know yeah. what, Janine? There's a simple answer to this. Get to an Apple store and fix it. I Oops. know. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to sell off some tech before I can do that. But hey. <laughs> Take it all back in. Just throw oh it all back. Gosh. Throw it at Apple. See there what it adds go. up to. Take yeah. it all. <laughs> um, so, you know, in terms of the sound, okay, so because uh, it's a small unit, right? So I'm guessing the sound mm-hmm. is going to be a little bit. You're probably want to, going to want to either connect a Bluetooth headset to it or yeah. something wired. Um, yeah. Also, it's running its own kind of Braille UI, I'm guessing, and it's also able to connect to a smartphone. Is I believe right? so. Yes, I believe so. It will be able to connect and control a smartphone, and um, it's got a number of programs on it right now. It's probably going to have more. Um, it's not something I personally would use. I like the keyboard. It's very nice. If you like the um, Perkins keyboard, it's, you know, very familiar to people. And of course, you know, when you get one of these devices, somebody says, well, could you put Braille on it? And yeah, well, yeah they already have that. OK, <laughs> that's called an orbit. You know, that's the orbit reader. Um, yep. You could have that. But um, and I think that's where the Braille and Speak kind of branched out. And that was the time to say, oh, can we have it with this? Can we have it with a QWERTY keyboard? Sure. You know, um, and they do not. I don't believe they have the other the computer yet. They don't have that here on display, but I did get to see it at CSUN. So. It is a bit Maybe. early days for that as well, isn't it? Oh, I think it's on. Oh, it's, very, it's, it's certainly on display much, yeah. at the NFB, I believe. But, oh, uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, so overall, you know, it's a big event, obviously. I mean, I know it's not as big as the NFB event for mm-hmm. sure, but it's still a big event in, oh, yeah. in Illinois, and, and that's fantastic. And I guess, you know, for you, a great opportunity to, to catch up with old friends, because that's the whole thing about convention, isn't it? It's oh, just meeting absolutely. people. Absolutely, absolutely. And there are some great presentations that are all going to be uh, well, I'm not sure they're all going to be, but a lot of it is going to be broadcast on ACB Media. And then it will be uh, also broadcast on their series of podcasts, and they've got a ton of them. They also have an app, ACB Link, where you can listen live, where you can listen to the podcast streams or episodes that they have uploaded that aren't in podcasts yet that you can listen to. So tons of things to do there. And uh, I... I'm going to go down because my dog will kill me if I don't do this. He's going to just walk me off a pier. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we have Ira has sponsored the dog play area for this convention. So uh, oh. it is a room full of toys. So the dogs have a safe place to play. Can I stay and, there? I want to go there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. fresh. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and boy, you they really, they work hard at this convention. You know, canes and people and yeah. they used to people, you know, they look at them and people move out of the way. Well, oh, these people don't move out of the way. Oh, no. <laughs> so they need, they need downtime and they need playtime. And uh, when we were given our choice of what to sponsor at ACB, we said, Dog play area, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> so we're we're headed down that way, and then to the exhibit hall, and uh, another day in. Janine, uh, thank you so much for your time today, because I know it's a busy time, and uh, everyone who's who's I'm hearing from, of course, Michael Babcock and Damasi Thomas are working so ah. hard there as well for AT guys and delivering oh us content as well. So yeah, it's uh, it's a busy time for them, but we oh, really Michael appreciate the time. Been- Three deep at the booth last night. So. Yes, I was hearing that. Yeah, it's just very busy, yes. very busy. But everyone wants Crazy. to buy things. Everyone's bringing their their pennies along and saying, "Right, you know hey. what? I'm going to spend some money here." Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? As as I constantly say on Access Matters, people with disabilities have money, and we want to spend it. Absolutely. Uh, listen, you mentioned just. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's Access Matters, the new podcast from Ira. Mm-hmm. In addition to the other podcast, Iricast, yep. it continues yep. as well. Uh, thanks continues. so much for coming on, Janine. I really appreciate sure it. Sure thing. Anytime. Thanks, Janine. And stay tuned to Double Tap because we continue our coverage from the NFB and ACB conventions all this week. And just a reminder, of course, we will have full coverage at the end of the week as well. The Double Tap Express convention special will be uh, on air on Saturday on AMI Audio and on podcast with Michael Babcock and Damasi Thomas joining us here to tell us about their thoughts and uh, you'll hear more from them tomorrow also we'll learn about a fantastic app as well which you can get discount on if you're at nfb or acb this week i will tell you all about menus for all that is uh, coming up with our guest tomorrow on the show and more news big news actually for users of jaws screen readers two big features to tell you about tomorrow it's all happening this week, Sean. Oh, so excited. I want to be there. <laughs> I think I feel like we already are. Uh, <laughs> feedback at doubletaponair.com, 1877-803-4567. That's Double Tap today. Catch you tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.